this is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. In today's episode, we want to talk about how you can stay motivated as a reseller. So I feel like there's a couple of reasons of why motivation seems to be something that resellers say that they they lose motivation. It's hard for them to get started, hard for them to finish tasks. I think one reason could be that a lot of resellers do this part-time. They're not full-time resellers. When you have a full-time job, I mean, I haven't had quote unquote, a nine to five for probably six years. But I can't imagine having to be done with teaching because it drained me and then have to work on reselling as well. I know I I could do it. There were days where I would get home from work and I just, I wanted to lay on the couch. Teaching is very draining, especially pre-K and kindergarten when you are just go, go, go during the day. And so I can see where some resellers struggle with staying motivated and finding that energy outside of their nine to five to keep going. Me personally, I feel like with reselling, there's no there's no manual for an exact process. You start off with reselling and you just kind of keep going and you go with the flow. And so I feel like when that happens, sometimes you question, are you going in the right direction? Are you putting in the energy that you need? what does success mean in reselling? Like, how do you even gauge what success is? Um, And I feel like another thing that can contribute to motivation would be workplace culture. For me, I was motivated as a teacher because I, I had other teachers that, you know, were exciting and bubbly and fun. And, you know, my teaching was a lot of fun. And that's kind of what kept me going as a teacher. Reselling can kind of be boring at times. And so I feel like that's something that can cause people to lose motivation. So I feel like for me, and this is just going to be my opinion, because later Ashley's going to share how she feels about being motivated as a reseller. But ways that I feel like resellers can be motivated would be to set goals and not chores. So having an actual goal that you can attain. So instead of saying, you know, I'm just going to work on my reselling business for 10, 15 minutes. What are you actually going to do? What's your goal? And to do things that don't feel like they're a chore. They don't, they're not things that you don't like to do. They're things that you actually enjoy because you should enjoy reselling. It should be fun. There's going to be things that you don't like. Just like if you work a normal job, you might not like to list, but you know what? It's something that you have to do because in the end, when you list, you start selling more and then you start feeling better and you start getting more motivated. For goals could be, you know, what? how did you do last month? What did you do in sales? Maybe you did $500 in sales. So this month you want to do $600 in sales. So maybe thinking of concrete ways that you can set goals. I feel like having clear expectations and work duties. So a lot of times as resellers, we don't know exactly what we should be doing. Having weekly and monthly tasks Definitely, you know, you have to go sourcing, you have to be listing, you have to ship items, track sales, and that could be some of those work duties could be cross-listing, they could be researching new products. So really having clear expectations of what reselling looks to you 
maybe having like a list of things that you know that you're going to have to do in order to reach those reselling goals. What has helped me has been connecting with other resellers. That's how Ashley and I met was in a reselling group. That reselling group was amazing at the time. It was exactly what I needed to push me and and keep me going and a place where I could answer questions, feel comfortable, know that I wasn't alone with some of the challenges that I had. I could share my success. And then also I've met a fellow reseller, Melissa. I've talked about her. She's been a guest on our podcast. We do coffee. We try to every month. She's a busy mom and full-time reseller. But just being around other resellers is, to me, very motivating. I kind of touched on this before, but really identifying what motivates you to work harder. So do you work better and you work harder when you set those limits, when you set those goals? For me, I like to listen to music when I am working. When I'm listing, it kind of pumps me up. It gets me you know, just kind of moving around and, you know, that internally motivates me to, to list items. And it's not just a chore. Like I've said before, it's something, okay, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to listen to music. I'm going to have fun uh, listening to podcasts. So I've done that as well. So not only will, you know, I'd be listing or shipping and listening to music, I'll listen to podcasts, just something to kind of take my mind off of what I'm doing. So then that way I'm not just focused on the tasks. I'm actually listening and growing and, and feeling like it's not, not a buzzkill, I guess. <laughs> and then if you want to stay motivated, you can also reach out when you need help. You feel stuck, feel like you're giving up. Surround yourself around people who want to win. I think that is also important. I, that's why I connect with other resellers. I have coffee, you know, Ashley and I decided to start the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. That's a great place to find motivation just because it is hard when you do feel stuck or you feel like you want to give up with reselling, like who is going to be there to kind of pick you up and push you along. So it is important to surround yourself around people who will definitely do that. Another good idea is to also have like Zoom calls. So maybe there's a Zoom call that you can jump on with somebody. If you can't meet with them personally, locally, and maybe they live across the country, jump on a Zoom call and just kind of problem solve what you're dealing with, what your challenges are, and that will hopefully help you keep going. All right. So I have a couple different ideas about motivation as like an idea in itself. And I think that this is a really good example of like how different mine and Liz's brains are work um, and like what works for us as individuals too. So obviously some of these things will work for some people. Some of these things won't work for others. And maybe there's, you know, even like a third, fourth and fifth, like mindset or mentality around motivation. We would love to hear your thoughts and your feelings about that. So let us know. My personal thoughts and feelings about motivation is that it's kind of, um, I don't think I can swear, but it's kind of like BS. Um, I feel like it's a fleeting feeling that everyone just struggles to kind of hang on to. And we get a little frustrated when it disappears on us. So I feel like most people generally are not motivated. Our brains are always trying to find the path of least resistance, the easy way out to work, you know, smarter, not harder, uh, as an example. So for me personally, I know that I'm not generally like a really motivated 
person, but I know that I'm a hard worker. When we decided that we were going to do this episode today, it kind of got me thinking like, well, how do I, you know, quote unquote, stay motivated? And what are some tips that I could give to other people? But the more that I got thinking about it, and I might've mentioned this before, but I don't really believe in like motivation as something that you can cling to, to keep yourself going. So just, you know, as an example of this, like maybe Monday morning, you wake up, you've had all these sales from a over the weekend, you're like flying high, you wake up, you're, you know, out of the gate, really strong, you're getting all your stuff done. Um, and you have all this motivation, you have a really good, solid, productive day. And then on Tuesday, you wake up and you had a really good day yesterday, you had a really good weekend of sales, but Tuesday, you wake up and you feel like, huh, I really don't feel like doing any of this crap today. I don't want to list. I don't want to go source. I don't want to do any of it. So obviously there are going to be days when we wake up and we feel really great and motivated and happy. Um, And then there's going to be other days when you wake up and you feel kind of blah. So how do we light the flame of motivation and keep it lit and keep it going? Okay. So the first step is habits. So basically all of us are a result of our habits. And I'm talking about like your entire life as a result of your habits, whether that's, you know, your financial habits, eating habits, workout habits, your relationships, business, everything. Um, Your habits are a part of what you do day in and day out. So for example, when you wake up on Monday morning, you might go downstairs and start making yourself coffee. Just it's instinctive. It's what you do every single day. That's a habit. Our brain creates these habits kind of without us even needing to think about them. So if you want your business to change or really anything to change, you have to develop different habits and you have to do them over and over and over again until they become sort of second nature, like going downstairs in the morning and starting your coffee. So it's something, it's like a no brainer, something you don't even think about. So now instead of just like making your coffee, there's also this thing called habit stacking and it's how you develop and create a new habit for yourself. So when you, let's say, go downstairs and make your coffee, you're going to also send offers to Likers. And if you do that enough, your offers to Likers, that's going to be stacked with your coffee drinking. And it's just going to be something that you do together all of the time. So you're connecting the the new habit with something like a habit that you already do. I hope that makes sense. Okay. So the second thing is accountability, which Liz did touch on earlier. And we've also done a couple um, episodes about, we've mentioned it in a few different episodes. So I don't want to get you know too detailed into it and repeat information, but we all have different um, accountability needs. So maybe it's an accountability partner, scheduling like working Zoom calls with you know people that you work well with together. Um, or maybe it's just telling your significant other what you accomplished that day or checking off, you know, items off a habit tracker or something like that. She did also mention that we have a great Facebook group. So again, like-minded people connecting with like-minded people, it's a beautiful thing and it really does help. You just have to figure out what works best for you and then like stick to that. All right. And the third thing is the should or shouldn't sickness. So this is something that I was thinking about a lot lately, actually. So Let's say, you know, you're super fired up on Monday morning, like we said before, and things come really easy to you. You're in like this really amazing flow state. You get everything done. You feel good. And again, on Tuesday, you wake up and you feel that blah, I don't want to do anything feeling. So you might say something to yourself along the lines of, well, I don't really feel like it, but I should go list my 20 items for the day or whatever your, you know, magic number is. We basically tell ourselves things that we should and that we shouldn't do all day long, day in and day out. Should you list 
yes, you should list those items. Is the world going to end if you don't list those items? No, it's not going to. I want you to start catching yourself when you have those should or shouldn't thoughts and instead take a step back and think about the pros and cons of what that um, decision is going to look like. So if you really don't feel like doing your listings that day and you're telling yourself, well, I really should do my 20 listings instead of just kind of powering through and hating every second of it, take a step back and think about the pros and cons of if you do them or if you don't do them. So again, the world won't end, but you're not going to get any closer to your listing goals for that week. We all want to have a choice. So humans, we don't like not being given a choice. We don't like being told what what to do. And we really don't like being told what to do by ourselves either. So when you recognize that you do have a choice and you're making that pros and cons list, you're giving yourself kind of an out. An example that I like to use is with working out. I've always told myself if I can get to the gym and even if I don't feel like going, I'm going to put my clothes on. I'm going to get my car. I'm going to drive to the gym. And if I walk into that gym and I really don't feel like being there that day, and maybe I'm just like under the weather or I have a million things on my plate. If I get there and I decide that I really can't do that workout today, then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to go home. I will tell you that more often than not, once you get there, getting there is like the biggest, the biggest obstacle, right? So if we can get ourselves there, you're probably going to start working out. You're probably going to do at least something while you're there. And then maybe maybe you have a little bit of a light day and then you go home. Okay, so the same thing with listing. If you really don't feel like doing it that day, but you decide that your goals are you know, super important to you, just start with one listing. Get yourself all ready to go, set up, get your photo stuff set up, start your listing process, whatever that might look like, and just start with one. And I bet that when you start with that one, you're like, oh, well, you know, I can do another. I guess I can do one more. Maybe I'll do another one after that. And it kind of snowballs. However, if you decide that today is really just not the day, you have other things going on, maybe there's like, you know, some chaos going on in your family, or you just want to spend time with them. Maybe everyone's going to the zoo or something and you want to go with them instead of doing your listings. You have to like cut yourself some slack sometimes and family comes first, you know, like maybe that you really need that family time, or maybe you're under the weather and you really could use a couple more hours of sleep. Cut yourself a break and just make the decision that you're not going to get your listings done that day and stop harping on it. Just move on and do better tomorrow. This is where the should and shouldn't sickness comes back in again. Don't sit around all day saying, well, I really should have done my listings. No, you made a decision. You weed the pros and cons and just let yourself do what you decided to do that day. So again, if you decided that you're going to start with that one listing and then it kind of snowballs into doing another listing, you've given yourself the choice, you've made the choice to do your listings, and you're going to find that momentum is actually the secret to motivation. So once we can get our momentum build up, we can kind of get into that flow state and keep it going. All right, so let's talk about how to even get started. So it's great that, you know, momentum is the secret to all of this, but how do you even get started with getting momentum in the first place? So you need to decide what you can do to set up a bare minimum, whatever that looks like for you. Let's say, you know, you're struggling with listings since that seems to be the theme with most of us these days. Maybe your bare minimum, what you feel like you can accomplish and not really struggle with is, let's say you're going to do three listings first three days a week, whatever those days are. Maybe it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You're going to do three listings every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. If you can accomplish that for a few weeks or maybe even a month, that's amazing. Like you crush your goal, 
don't, don't again with the should and the shouldn'ts, don't say, I really, you know, I had a little extra time. Maybe I should have gotten, you know, three, four, five more listings up. Like, don't do that to yourself. You just need to build the habit and you're building up the momentum. If you overcommit though, so let's say, you know, you have really big lofty goals for your business and you say, I'm going to do 20 listings every day, seven days a week. You can probably feel your body <laughs> tense up a little bit. Like, wow, this is really going to suck. And I really don't want to do this. And I don't know how long I can sustain this for. And that's what happens when we overcommit to something and we say that we're going to do 20 listings every day, seven days a week. Maybe we'll stick to it for a week or two, but usually we will end up overwhelmed, um, overcommitted, and we just can't keep going with it. So then we drop off and then we don't do anything. The whole goal is to find a, a bare minimum bar that feels good to you right now, wherever it is that you're at. And maybe it is, you know, 10 listings a day, four or five days a week. And that's cool. Everyone is going to be totally different and unique based on where they are in their business right now. So setting the bar at this minimum is really important because like I said before, a lot of us don't even start because it feels too, you know, overwhelming or we set, we tend to set too lofty of a goal for ourselves. And I actually struggle with this a lot. I feel like <laughs> if I can't go all in, if I can't give it a hundred percent and do it absolutely perfectly to the best of my ability, then what's the point? Why should I even bother? And that has held me back from starting and doing a lot of, a lot of things in my life. And it's something that I'm consistently working on, like just start and just getting something done is better than nothing. And I have to remind myself of that pretty much every single day, our bodies and our brains really are pleasure seeking creatures. So once you get this bare minimum down for a week, two weeks or a month or something like that, automatically your brain is going to start wondering, I wonder how good I would feel if I added like five more listings or maybe you're working in hours and your bare minimum is an hour a day. I wonder how I would feel if I added like 30 more minutes to my timeline every single day. And it's going to be an automatic thing that you don't even need to force because we're seeking out pleasure. We're seeking out, you know, a congratulatory feeling from ourselves as much as we are from other people. So momentum basically takes the reins here and you won't even have to think about it. It's something that you won't even have to force. And before you know it, you're going to be adding on listings, adding on time, adding on sourcing days, whatever it is that you're struggling and that you're like basically plugging into this scenario. But like I said before, when we try to do too much and too fast, that's when we burn out. So I think it's really important to start small and then stick with those small uh, small goals that we create for ourselves. And again, the momentum is going to take over naturally. So that's why I feel that motivation is sort of a fleeting thing that we struggle to hang on to. I think... So I think that if you really focus on momentum and building the habits instead of hanging on to that fleeting feeling of motivation, that's what's going to help you uh, create a successful business. And you're actually going to feel that motivated feeling more often than you do right now. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that daycheck.